Shalom, brothers and sisters. This is Shala. I wanted to uh, share some information with you. And as always, first and foremost, repent for the kingdom of heaven is nigh. There's no chance of salvation without repentance. So repent. We're in the last days. Have faith. And how do you have faith or how do you get faith? You have to pray for it. It's a gift from Yahweh. So pray for more faith because it will be a time where faith will wax strong because you're going to need that type of faith as the enemy, the wicked, or planning and plotting. You're hearing of wars, rumors of wars. You're even hearing of uh, cyber attacks, you know. That's uh, the rumor that's been uh, going around ever since that movie came out um, uh, what's the name of it? Uh, Leave the World Behind, which goes into a, um, a you know, like a, a an attack, you know. And they, they left it kind of unanswered who was the culprits or the perpetrators. They did say a rogue military faction. So that can mean pretty much anything. But nonetheless, uh there's distress on the planet. Order Abkel, order out of chaos. These people that's controlling the earth, they're bringing a lot of chaos. And it's meant to cause trauma and fear and confusion. And that's why it's important to keep your eye or your eyes on the prize which is salvation. We can go into these, uh, these, you know, uh, you know, current events and things that are, uh, you know, attacks by the enemy to not only come against us as a uh, nation of people, a tribe or tribes of people, but also that can come against us individually because these people got a lot of money and there's a lot of people that are willing to sell out for money and willing to do anything and go against uh, people that they don't know. And it happened during the time of uh, East Germany where you had the Stasis, the German Democratic Secret Police. So the same oppressive system is here in America. They're using the spy agencies uh, to spy on United States citizens covertly, placing them on terrorist watch list. And some of you brothers and sisters out there, you might be uh, victimized or you might be targeted by this very evil and satanic agenda that's used to ultimately destabilize society. It's causing a lot of chaos and it, they're doing it on purpose. It's social engineering. So this is why I speak on it all the time, because these uh, perpetrators, they're out in the communities and all it takes for you to run across one of them. Or if you're online and you somehow get into a, uh, a conversation with them or it can result into an argument, if they have uh, the technology, they can actually 
get you put on a terrorist watch list because they're spies, they're informants. Or you could post something online that uh, will gain the attention of these people that are watching everybody. And it don't have to be anything major. You could just be something that you're passionate about and they'll t take it in, consider it as something subversive because they're throwing people on the watch list every day and people's civil and human rights are being violated every day. So I want to read some um, information because you've heard me speak about organized stalking, gang stalking, community harassment, revenge stalking, and so forth. So I want to give you uh, some definitions online. So we'll start with uh, organized stalking. So it says organized stalking is a well-organized occult form of covert harassment used against an individual. It is done by large groups of people who systematically and repeatedly harass individuals. This has also been called cost stalking, gang stalking, community-based harassment, organized vigilante stalking, vengeance stalking, terrorist stalking, revenge stalking, covert action, state-sponsored harassment, microwave harassment, microwave mind control, etc. All of these labels explain the same basic phenomenon. And that's from the... Uh, the book, The Hidden Evil, that was a book going into um, organized stalking. So the word mobbing, also referred to by some as bullying, psychological terrorism, and organizational violence is described as a collective form of psychological violence in which many individuals Unite to persecute an individual. Mobbing is a way of destroying a person without using any physical means. Degrading things are often used to try to prevent people from coming forward. So that can happen at your job. They call that workplace mobbing. So people who are um, organized stalkers you know, confidential informants, surveillance role players, community-based agents, they can actually uh, work at your job or they will, um, you know, they'll get hired, you know, and they're not just there to work, they're there to, you know, uh, harass you and do things that will undermine your work or just try to emotionally abuse you making rude comments you know uh very sarcastic you know uh, little um mind games that they play
operations are designed to intimidate and destabilize targeted individuals, TIs for short, by subjecting them to repeated disappointment and to socially alienate them by interfering with and disrupting their relationships with others as in social undermining. And that's what happens because if you are targeted, they will go around your circle, people that you know, or, or an acquaintance, you know, maybe it was a situation where you, you have a business or you, um, you're trying to uh, start a business and you might be, uh, looking for clientele and you might have some success, but then all of a sudden the person, uh, that you were going to do business with, then all of a sudden they stop uh, returning your calls. They just disappear because what they're doing, they're going behind your back and, sp and spreading lies, gossip, slander. You know, if you're on a terrorist watch list, they'll, they'll tell people that you're on a watch list and, uh, you can't be trusted. You're under investigation. So they'll do these things to socially alienate you. So you have, um, disappointment after disappointment just people would just generally not want to be around you because of the technology but also the uh the stalkers were going around using slander lies defamation to get people to distance themselves away from you but the scriptures tell us that you're actually blessed when it happens the Lord said that you're blessed when, uh, let me get that scripture. You're blessed when, so this is uh, in the book of Luke, chapter 6, verse 22, and it reads, Blessed are ye when men shall hate you. And when they shall separate you from their company and shall reproach you and cash out your name as evil for the son of man's sake. So you're actually blessed when men hate you because the, the, you know, the stalkers go around calling you, you know, things, you know, bad bad uh things about you you know or they'll they'll say bad things about you they'll say you're a terrorist murderer rapist pedophile you know um prostitute drug dealer so they'll say just nothing but lies and what'll happen is uh people even that you might know or might be cool with they'll just stop hanging around or stop calling you know if you're um fellowshipping you know if you're you know i know that maybe not everybody you know on my broadcast uh on the channel is an israelite but lord lord will you are and if you're not you know uh repent you know because that's your heritage you know and it's through the grace and mercy of the heavenly Father through His only begotten Son, because we're not worthy. We don't, we don't deserve 
uh, the Lord's grace and mercy, but because he loves us, he have given us the opportunity to repent, you know, so continue listening to the broadcast because, you know, you're not going to hear, especially these type of topics in your churches, they just don't care. And they, you know, they might not even think what's happening uh, with a lot of people is real. Some of them might even be involved. Some of them might be Masons. But nonetheless, if you're hated uh, for righteousness sake, you're actually blessed. It says and when they shall separate you from their company, and that's what's happening. If you're targeted and you're, you know, you're an Israelite, or the Lord, um, you know, have chosen you, although you might not be in the truth now, uh, you're blessed when people separate their company from you. It says, and, and shall reproach you and cast out your name as evil for the Son of Man's sake. So you're blessed when, when people slander your name which says cast out your name is evil they'll say bad things about you because the lies they'll go around where you shop at and if you're you know shopping they'll go and tell you know the cashiers or even the security guard the police officers you know they'll they'll get alerts because if you're watch listed, uh, it's going to, you know, you, your name will f be flagged. So when you go to a store and the technology is already tracking you, they're going to know who you are. So it's like uh, the movie Enemy of the State where he was where he was uh, tagged. His shoe had a uh, had a device, you know, like a tracking device on it. So the technology is way more advanced. They don't even have to, um, you know, plant a, blood, uh, a bug for the most part. Your very DNA or your brainwave signature uh, will track you. You know, they can, they can find out your brainwave signature and the satellites can... can um, can know where you're at at all times so you're you'll be linked in with gps global position and system and this is how the perps are able to track you and they're going around lying and casting out your name as evil but remember you're blessed when it happens so you know, they'll try to intimidate you or and uh, and destabilize, you know, everything that you that you have, everything that you uh, built up by the grace of the Lord. So they'll try to destabilize your your uh, home life between your spouse. You know, you have a family. They'll try to draw a wedge between that. They'll try to create a you know, mistrust and doubt and, you know, generally try to split, split your family up. That's how wicked these people are.
you have a job, they'll try to harass you to the point where uh, you'll quit or get fired because they'll do certain things to try to, you know, upset you or anger you in hopes that you will, you know, uh, get angry and have you in um, human resources all the time. So the repeated disappointment is just everything just don't turn out. You you could uh, get a new job, you know, have a car, then all of a sudden the car breaks down. You could have money saved up, then all of a sudden you got to take that money to to buy something for, you know, to uh, repair in a house. You could have uh, brand new tires and then all of a sudden they start going flat. It's just one thing after another. It just never ends because these are orchestrated events that people that you don't know that are going behind your back and manipulating things, breaking stuff, stuff comes up missing. Very demonic and evil. Let me uh, get the scripture that came to mind just, just thinking about, you know, what was just said. So this is in the book of uh, Matthew chapter 24, verse 12. And these are the words of the Messiah. He said, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. So iniquity is sin upon sin. So because there is much sin upon sin, the love of many shall wax cold. So that's why people have in this society just a cold, heartless mindset you have to uh, have just no empathy to take pleasure in stalking and harassing people like a group of people where it's just a sick demented game and not just young folks these are old people too it gives them a sense of power it's like they live just ordinary lives. So now they hear that it's a, you know, by lies and slander, they hear it's a terrorist in their neighborhood. And if that man or woman is a so-called Negro, uh, they're gonna, they're gonna take pleasure in tormenting someone. And then they get the blessing by the state, uh, by the state to do it. Because it's covert and they got, you know, court orders and the person that's being uh, victimized, that's being targeted, don't even know it, don't even know what's going on. All they know is that they have a whole bunch of people that they don't know that are doing things to try to provoke them. Cutting you off in traffic, driving in front of you, not signaling slamming on their brakes 
driving around, you know, multiple vehicles with one headlight, driving, you know, up next to you, you know, like if you're driving, they'll, um, they'll drive like, um, where your, the front of your vehicle is, they'll just drive right up side by side and match your speed. And the majority of them have like, like limo tent vehicles with, you know, uh, temporary tags. They driving fast. They running red lights, running stop signs. And mind you, ain't no cops around. Because a lot of them that's, you know, that are harassers or stalkers, they're working with the um, police that are involved. So because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. And uh, I had broke down that word uh, before, psyche. So that means that people will be psychotic. You know, they'll be psychopaths with no empathy, no emotions. And will take pleasure in harming other people, you know, mainly psychologically. So it goes on to say... Um, the aim was to induce personal crisis in victims. This is talking about uh, Zerzet's song, but that's, um, that's uh, you know, uh, something, you know, something that happened in, uh, what's that, after the Cold War, but they still use that method today. It's just not called Zerzet's song. It's called, like, COINTELPRO. Because the uh, FBI used COINTELPRO, which stands for Counterintelligence Program. So they used the same methods as Rosette's song. Stalking, harassment, defamation, slander, even assassinations. That's what they uh, used against the Black Panthers. They, they use uh, COINTELPRO. You know, Co COINTELPRO went after... Uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, uh, also the Black Panthers, uh, the Young Lords, which is uh, the, the Puerto Rican civil rights movement. They went after AIM, which is the American Indian movement. They, they uh, went after, you know, uh, groups that they considered subversive, although these were groups that were protesting and speaking out against police brutality, against oppression. And they used methods to sabotage. They assassinated all those Black Panthers and the ones that they didn't assassinate, they locked them up in jail and even some of them are still in jail. They've been in jail for over 40 years. So their goal was to induce personal crisis in victims. Always 
having situations where it's just an extreme amount of uh, distress. It says leaving them too unnerved and psychologically distressed to have the time and energy for anti-government activism. That's a Zerzet song. So, you know, you have people that were activists, you know, and they ran the, the Zerzet song or the uh, COINTELPRO, and it was meant to destroy the activist life where they didn't have any time or energy to uh, protest, whether it be police brutality or, um, you know, the uh, water protectors. It was a uh, Gadite sister that I had uh, met a while back. My sister and I, we met her on Facebook. She was targeted, and she was a water protector. And she was talking about how after she started, you know, protesting, they they came after her. The uh, Canadian government went after her and uh was hitting her with weapons she was um hearing voices they they was hitting her with the the v2k and they even took her children and uh forced her to take psychiatric uh medications you know and they uh just really you know was was tormenting her. I um, was giving her the scriptures and giving her the information on how the uh, the Native Americans in Canada, as well as North Central, South America, you know, the indigenous Native people, uh, were Israelites. So she was really hearing the word, you know, she, she even started posting stuff online and then some, uh, I think it was a guy she met and then all of a sudden she just fell off the radar. So, it, you know, I don't know a hundred percent for sure, but who's to say that they sent a honeypot, you know, to try to take uh, away the word, which, you know, she, uh, she just, she just stopped, you know, uh, believing if I, if I'm not mistaken. And then all of a sudden she just, you know, she didn't respond to our emails or, our, you know, our, our, uh, you know, Facebook messaging. I had, um, let's see. I had brought this scripture out um, previously. I'm a, I'll I'll uh, pull it up again. Cause the devil, you know, whether we the spiritual demon Satan. Or his children, which are these Edomites, the wicked, and even the wicked of our people. You'll be given uh, the person, the word, you know, and this happened like 
uh, when I was uh, prophesying and somebody come up to the camp and they'll be hearing the word and they'll they'll be receiving it. But then somebody will come up to try to block or stop the word from coming out. So this is in the book of Mark, chapter four, verse 15. It says, and these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. And that's what happened, you know, with the Gadai sister. She was hearing the word and then, you know, this dude came in her life. And then all of a sudden, she just, uh, she stopped believing. So they'll send honeypots, they'll send, you know, um, agents. That's why, you know, you brothers out there, you got to be careful. You're, you're in the, um, you're in the word, you know what I'm saying? You're in, you're in the faith, you're repented, you're believing within your heart, soul, and mind, with all your heart, soul, and mind. Yahweh Shai, and you believe in his bloodshed covering your sins, you have faith, and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, a, a woman will enter into your life and try to stop you from believing, try to stop you from studying and, and, uh, and drawing close to the Lord. That's Satan that'll try to come in and take away the word that's sown in your heart. Because every person that repents is a win, you know? That's winning souls. And the wicked, they don't want that. I was um, listening to a broadcast of uh, IUIC. I, you know, I look. Um, you know, I I uh watch a lot of YouTube, so I, I, I uh listen to all the different camps and you know, I try to stay aware of what's going on in Israel, you know. And Facebook too, you know, I, I, I watch a lot of different content and even I'm subscribed to some Israelite um uh channel not channels but uh Facebook groups. So I'm I'm always trying to, you know, keep up with the nation. So it was um, you know, speaking on IUIC, uh Bishop Nathaniel, I guess they went to one of those uh islands. I from from what I remember, I think it was Antigua or something like that. And so they uh they got on the island and it was like the police was uh and other people was telling the residents there not to listen not to listen to uh what was being preached cuz they said that uh that they were troublemakers and that's what Esau will say He'll, he'll call us troublemakers for preaching the gospel, for preaching the good news, for waking our people up, telling them to repent. 
See, they don't mind our people, you know, uh, rapping about self-destructive things. They don't care. They don't. They don't care um, if you rapping about, you know, killing other black people. They don't. They don't care if you rapping about that. They don't care if you talking about pimping your own women. You know, your own. You know, women of your own nation. They don't. They don't care. They don't care if you talking about popping mollies and and. Uh, Worshiping money, they don't. They have no problem with that. But the minute you start speaking about things that will will make you a better man, that will you know that will make other people better by the words that you speak, because life and death is in the power of the tongue. So as long as you're Speaking folly, they don't have a problem with it. Let's get that scripture. So this is in the book of Ecclesiastes. Folly, Salakia, is Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 6. Folly is set in great dignity. And the rich sit in low place. So folly is set in great dignity. So if someone is uh, rapping about folly, they're highly esteemed. That's where it mean, that's what it means to uh, say great dignity, set in great dignity. <clears throat> so your Cardi B's, your um, who is it? Um, all your drill, drill music. You know the. Uh, all the female rappers uh, other than Cardi B was a sexy red and uh, I don't I don't know all the the newer female rappers but just all the ratchet ones you know what's the one um, the light skin one what's the what, I don't remember her name um, dang what is her name but you know the you know the one I'm talking about the one that Ice Ice Spice or something like that, I think that's her name. That that's uh, di uh, folly. It's set in great dignity. She's she's basically a, a stripper. All, all the female rappers are strippers. But folly is set in great dignity. It says in a rich sit in low place. In a uh, in the rich sit in low place, so the so the spiritually rich sits in a low place. They're not they're not uh, highly esteemed. You know you're spiritually rich, but you're you know no one is listening. You know because these people who I mentioned, they got millions of followers, you know, but we're speaking things that, that brings spiritual life towards our people because we're, we're directing them towards your Shai. Let's see.
So going back to uh, what we're reading in uh, the archive.org, uh, it says um, what we are seeing now is a globally coordinated and organized effort of control and conformity. Many countries around the world are currently using a model of policing called community-oriented policing. So that's that's what they're using, you know, the uh, the gang stalkers are using what's known as uh, community-oriented policing, also known as proactive policing. So these are what they call pre-crimes. So if you're being falsely accused of crimes, they're saying that you have the possibility of creating crimes or being a perpetrator because it's pre-crimes. Although you don't plan on committing no crimes, it's just that it's a, it's a racist and evil method that they're using against people that they consider troublemakers. So if you're an activist, they'll throw you on a list without any proof because through the FISA courts just under suspicion and they don't have to have no proof so you're guilty until proven innocent goes on to say organized stalking is a form of terrorism that's what it is when you're being harassed and stalked where you can't go in your neighborhood you can't go out for a walk you can't go to the store without these idiots hovering around you. They're terrorizing you. So it is terrorism. In the truest sense of terrorism, that's what these people are. They're terrorists. State-sanctioned uh, state terrorism, that's what it is. It says, organized stalking is a form of terrorism used against an individual in a malicious attempt to reduce the quality of a person's life so they will have a nervous breakdown, become imprisoned, institutionalized, experience constant mental, emotional, or physical pain, become homeless, and or commit suicide. Because you have a lot of people that are homeless, and they're not just homeless because they gave up. A lot of times these people, they had jobs, they had businesses, and somewhere along the line, they may have gotten into an argument or an altercation or f offended one of these idiots. And what ended up happening was they ended up putting them on the list. And thus... You know, they, they start going after the person's resources. And then, you know, before you know it, they're getting kicked out of their house, the mortgage, you know. They lose their job or they lose their business, they lose their car, they lose their support system or their family. And then before you know it, they're homeless. And once the target is homeless, they can um they can really harass stalk and even experiment and if they're you know given a a uh, 
a diagnosis of being mentally ill, they're just going to experiment on the target in those mental institutions. And it could be a situation where people that were targeted end up becoming perpetrators because they didn't got uh, re-educated. Now they're a perp. Goes on to say, this is done using well-orchestrated accusations, lies, rumors, bogus investigations, and that's what happens. They'll go around the person who's targeted, uh, their neighbors, and, and the people will go up to your neighbors, and these are perpetrators claiming that they're investigators and it's a bogus investigation and then that way they'll get the the neighbors to to uh, participate in the harassment or to spy on you and just think this is going on throughout communities throughout the not only throughout the United States but around the world. You see what kind of environment this wicked social engineering psyop is doing to people all across the uh, globe. It's literally destroying society. So they're using just, just lies. This is uh, lies, rumors, bogus investigations, setups, framings, intimidation, overt and covert threats. So they try to do things to set you up. That's what the uh, the harassers on the road will do. They're trying to set you up to get into an accident or get you in trouble with the cops. Want you to snap and uh, get into a road rage incident. That's a setup. So they want to frame you and they'll use, you know, intimidation. You get like uh, crank calls and stuff like that. People will, you know, look at you menacing. That's intimidation. Overt and covert threats. I had a lot of uh, um, overt and covert threats against me. That they'll have uh, some Negroes that look like they in a gang, and I, you know, it'd be an area that I used to prophesy at, and it'll just come up around the camp, you know, trying to intimidate me. So they'll do wicked stuff like that vandalism and thefts. One time uh, when I f uh, first moved over here, someone uh, put a watermelon in front of my house, in front of the street. So they, they'll, you know, do things to mock and vandalism 
one time um, someone uh, threw a hypodermic needle in front of my yard. And I, I let it sit there for a whole year until, um, you know, I uh, used a, a bottle to pick it up and I threw it away. Theft, sabotage, they'll sabotage your your uh, vehicle or, you know, just mess things up around the, ha- the house. They can They can have keys and they can do stuff to your house. Torture, humiliation, emotional terror, and general harassment. It is a ganging up by members of the community who follow an organized method and participate in a systematic terrorizing of an individual. So it's a, it's you know, it's a mobbing. It's like it's a lynch mob. You know, it's it's a terrorism. So what what are the goals of gang stalking? The usual goal is to isolate the target from all forms of support so that the target can be set up in the future for arrest, institutionalization, or forced suicide. So that's from Stasi Tactics or Zetson. So that's their ultimate goal. They want to get rid of the person who is targeted in society. So it's 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 uh Every harassment tactic, everything that they're doing, they want to, you know, have it where their ultimate goal is to get the person arrested. So they'll do a series of things over and over again to what build up a case against the person who was targeted. And then the institutionalization, you know, people are... um, driven to the point of mental illness because if you're being constantly harassed and stalked but you're also being tortured uh, that can take a toll on a person's mental health that's why it's very important to pray you know it's important to reach out to other brothers and sisters you know to talk to to fellowship you know it's good to pray it's, it's good to uh Make a joyful noise, you know, music is excellent. Praising the Lord in in uh, in song, you know, because you wanna keep your spirits up, you don't wanna allow yourself to uh to become depressed to the point where you become suicidal. You don't wanna do that. You rebuke that spirit, you know, the wicked spirit that they're trying to conjure up. So it says this is called Siku Memukad in Hebrew, targeted killing. So it's a it's a a covert way to assassinate someone. It says the Zerzetzung decomposition in German of individuals was usually carried out by the systematically undermining the target's quality of life, both socially and in the workplace with the intention of simply destroying the target's confidence. The tactics used took various forms such as spreading slanderous rumors, causing trouble at 
work, etc. So with the slanderous rumors, they could create problems. They can create issues with other people that you know that you wouldn't have an issue with. Because people will have animosity based off of what they hear. Organized harassment is a form of fourth generation warfare, is a form of political information warfare waged against civilians by a state or other entity. It utilizes civilians and the military, indeed all of society to target civilians or civilian adversaries, a.k.a. domestic state enemies, insurgents, extremists, non-state actors, cells of fanatics, citizen terrorists. And if you're on a terrorist watch list, that's what you're classified as. Although we're falsely accused, they consider us domestic state enemies or insurgents. Extremists. It says who value, value national sovereignty and or pose some perceived threat to the state's interest. So even if you're considered a so-called patriot, you could still be labeled a, a, a domestic terrorist. That's why it says national sovereignty. So people that are, you know, like, you know, gung-ho about the Constitution you know, American civil rights and liberties. <clears throat> you know, you got people out there that actually carry the Constitution as if it was a Bible. But those people are labeled as domestic terrorists. So there's that song, the East German Secret Police Methodology of Psychological Decomposition. So the, their goal is the objective of the campaign is to separate a person from family, friends, keep them unemployed, induce homelessness, and reduce the quality of life so much that they suffer a nervous breakdown, cause them to commit suicide, or end up medicated, incarcerated, institutionalized. So that's the wicked agenda that they want. I had posted something on, um, what is it, uh, on my TikTok, and it was the, uh, it's that thing that, uh, it came out online where they end up, some, somebody end up, I don't know if the document is real or not, but <clears throat> it was supposedly that the intelligence agencies accidentally sent uh, how they use directed energy weapons uh, to like a um, a news organization or something like that. So I had um, it been out for years. I mean, so many people had reposted it, but I had a I had reposted it. On my um, on my uh, TikTok, 
and somebody, one of the comments was, you're going to jail. So that's where they, these perpetrators, these, you know, um, bots, you know, provocateurs, they'll say stuff like that, you know, trying to intimidate, you know, they'll say things that uh, try to get me to stop talking. But the Lord put this in my spirit to keep explaining and keep sounding the, the horn, keep blowing the shofar because our people need to hear. They need to know what's going on. They need to understand the satanic devices that these people are laying out. And ultimately, these people are committing human rights violations. They're on the wrong side of history. You know? We're being falsely accused of crimes that we haven't committed. It's lies, it's slander, it's defamation. It's truly wicked, but the Lord, he explained to us that, you know, we would uh, be hunted. It says, let me get that scripture before I end the broadcast. We got a few more minutes. And then I'm going to head to bed because I have to get up early. But I wanted to share this information with your brothers and sisters out there. So we're going to start in the book of Lamita uh, Lamentations, Salakia, the book of Lamentations, chapter 4. And we'll start at uh, 17. It says, as for us, our eyes as yet fail for our help. And our watching, we have watched for a nation that could not save us. So our eyes have failed looking for vain help. See, when our people are looking for help, you know, from from uh, America, you know, even what's happening with the targeting. You got people out there that's actually thinking that the uh, people that's in power are going to help. It's all in vain. A lot of people know what's happening, but they have been given orders to stand down. It's, it's, um, it'll be considered a national security uh, risk for you know bringing this information out on what they're doing to human beings. So everything is under national security that they're actually targeting citizens and unjustly placing people on terrorist watch lists because you can't get your name off the list. You know, it's something that these people are doing, so our people will, will look for help, but it's all vain. It says, as our watching, we have watched for a nation that cannot save us. America can't save us. Only Yahweh Shai can save us. He is the deliverer. He is the Redeemer. 
They hunt our steps that we cannot go in our streets. So these gang stalkers, they hunt our steps that we cannot go in our streets. So they hunt our steps. They're, they're stalkers. If you're on a terrorist watch list, they're going to send people to stalk you. It says they hunt our steps that we cannot go in our streets. So these stalkers, if you're, you know, in your streets, in your neighborhood, they're going to hunt your steps. They're going to use technology, you know, GPS to track you. It says our end is near. Our days are fulfilled. Our end is come. It says our persecutors are swifter than the eagles of heaven. So our persecutors, the people that's persecuting us, they're swifter than the eagles of heaven. They have drones. They have technology, you know, satellites. You know, and what symbol is uh, America known for? What's the uh, symbolism? The eagle. The, the eagle flies the highest. It's the it's a bird that that flies uh, higher than any bird. They pursued us upon the mountains. They laid wait for us in the wilderness. The breath of our nostrils, the anointed of the Lord, were taken in their pits. So the anointed of the Lord was taken in their pits with the prisons. And whom we said, under the shadow, we shall live among the heathen. And we're living in that shadow. What's that? The valley of the shadow of death. That's what that shadow is. We're, we're under the shadow of the heathens here in North America. It says, rejoice and be glad, O daughter of Edom. So the Lord told Edom to rejoice. It says, that dwellest in the land of Uz, see, America's the land of Uz, the cup shall also pass through unto thee. Thou shalt be drunken and shalt make thyself naked. Because the Lord, he, he's going to expose what's happening. To to uh, to be drunken with the wine, or, uh, uh, the wine of the wrath of the Lord. But also, the Lord is going to expose Esau. Scripture says, lift up the skirt. So the scriptures tell us that what's hidden shall be made manifest. So everything in this time, the Lord is going to expose the New World Order's agenda. Because this is worldwide, you know. So stay strong, brothers and sisters. We're in the last days. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is nigh. You know, be merciful, pray for others as you pray for yourself and don't allow yourself to uh, be isolated. You know, yeah, they will send perps, but, you know, not everybody is a perp. You know, you have to um, give people a chance, you know, to to prove themselves, because if they're perp, they're going to eventually show it, you know, so just be circumspect. You know, prove a friend. And as always, you know, pray and uh, stay watchful. Pray without ceasing. Watch as well as pray. I want to give all praises, glory, and honor to the Heavenly Father, Yahweh.
In the name of his only begotten son, Yahweh Shai, peace and blessings. Shalom. Sorry you're going through that, Craig. I, I know it's difficult. I do not have the V2K, um, yeah. but I, I sympathize with uh, the folks that do. Um, I know that's difficult. <laughs> Excuse me. Hmm. Um, so another question I had thought of is to, to what extent do you think, um, are you familiar with the Five Eyes Agreement? Have you heard that I term? I, I wasn't familiar. I did a little bit of research on it, and I really can't make a comment about it. Uh, if people want to Google Five Eyes, they'll find the information. But I don't have a lot of information on that, unfortunately. We don't have a history here in Australia, as you do, with the FBI making a mess of themselves and the CIA making a, a mess of themselves in so many respects. Uh, we don't have a we don't have a history of that in Australia. We we. Uh, really in the initial stages of understanding what B2K is and what direct energy weapons are. And as I said, we have 10 people that I would talk to in Australia who are very clear about what they're going through and are out in the media as much as they possibly can. Yeah, it's, it's uh, for the listeners out there, the Five Eyes was uh, an agreement that was set up um, quite a while, uh, decades ago. Um, that involved uh, the United States, Australia, New Zealand, excuse me, Canada, and the UK. And mm. these five were to share uh, some of the most top secret intelligence information and share openly amongst themselves. And um, uh, I think, that I've heard this spoken uh, many times before, that the reason for um, this intelligence sharing was the technology that was discovered and and made operational by the U.S. Uh, from the, the Echelon program, and I, you, you may have heard that program as well. But basically, it's um, a listening, the, the ability to listen and amplify vocals uh, and listen to messages and content from great distances. 
uh, and they developed uh, electronics techniques that allowed them to uh, listen from from great distances so that clearly your, your risk of exposure is is very low and based on that echelon technology they decided it would behoove them to uh, start sharing that but also to, to capture that intelligence in all these other countries and so um, uh, it's it's unfortunately part uh, you know, the beginning of the, the real surveillance state part of the expanding deep state. And I encourage folks to go and look up the Echelon program and the Five Eyes program and how that is con continuing to expand. I mean, we're seeing um, uh, the United Nations and NATO talking about growing Five Eyes to, to Nine Eyes or Eleven Eyes. And, and, and in many ways, they've already effectively done that because those, those secret agreements are already in place and that sharing is already occurring. They're just not calling it a new name. Um, so uh, there's a number of countries that are already working at that same level of uh, intelligence sharing, Germany, France, uh, 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 Brussels, uh, in Belgium. So it, it, anyway, it, there, there's plenty of research out there that folks can do that, that are interested in trying to get a better background on how this initial program expanded to, to, a, to a global surveillance network. And I encourage folks to, to look that up. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Um, as you may know, I'm, I'm a good friend of the scientist, Dr. Robert Duncan, who is ex-CIA and is now a, a whistleblower. And uh, he stepped away from it about 22 years ago because his victims eventually became us and he wanted to do the right thing. And he's, he's identified that there are at least 26 ways to manipulate the human nervous system in the brain. Um, he stated, I'm just going to read some notes here, this is a global phenomenon. Phenomenon. There is nowhere on earth you can escape. The full spectrum of electromagnetic energy and physics are combined in this. From the ground, wavelengths travel through the ionosphere, bounce off of them and the earth ground. We are bathed in a natural magnetic field of earth. With those two things, you have a nuclear magnetic resonance machine. Surveillance is available when integrating with satellites. This technology should have been used to help the world of brain problems. However, it's out of control because wars have proven that one country has to be stronger and wiser than another. That is, to many people, the priority. And now we have millions of people who are being used to help this priority. And mental illness has been created in healthy people. It's menocide and genocide. very unfortunate uh, truth about our uh, modern society. And uh, mm -hmm. I, I applaud uh, Mr. Duncan for, for uh, coming forward. That took a lot of courage. And I hope that he will continue to speak out for the TI community. Yeah, he's, he's wonderful. He came down to Sydney in January this year. And for me personally, it was, it was an amazing experience because he, it was the first time we had somebody come down to Australia and, and talk about this openly. And I held a, a discussion with him in front of a live audience in my home. And we we just hit it off, started very slowly, and we went for about an hour and 15 minutes. And the audience was, was absolutely stunned. The questions that they asked were 
so relevant to what I was going through. There was no judgment at all. They were very open-minded. So I thought I saw that as an, an introduction to what we need to do in Australia because we don't have the support in Australia through the media, through doctors. Doctors refer us to immediately call us psychotic or um, sick people. I've, I've gone through the whole process as many, as many people have done. So it was wonderful to have him down here. And this cybernetic warfare uh, is, is so outrageous. The, the fact that the US is still attacking anyone who falls under their, their want of someone special uh, they make many victims isolated and, and use them for this technology still. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. Um, the, the te- you're, you're correct. The technology could be used for so many beneficial purposes, and uh, it's been twisted uh, into to something that's very harmful. Mm-hmm. And when you think of the, the magnitude of this, the, the 6 million people we estimate around the world, you've got 400,000 potentially cases in the United States, and you're representing eight, 18 people in this um, in this lawsuit. But when you think about 6 million people around the world who are going through this hell, you've got to consider why would people still insist on targeting the same people every single day? Because we're not gonna stop talking about this. We're gonna keep fighting this. We have to, the future generation. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting question, Craig. Um, Certainly, the, the people that designed the architecture for the program could probably answer that. But um, it, it is baffling uh, some of the aspects of the program. Uh, I, I think it certainly functionally becomes a, a discouragement to people that are on the inside with top secret clearances that might be considering blowing the whistle. And they remind them either casually or regularly that, uh, oh, by the way, you know, this. This program here, we, we reserve that especially for whistleblowers. And um, so I think it, I think in one sense, the program um, has been deliberately leaked a little bit, certainly to the intelligence community. We, we saw uh, um, William Burns, director of the CIA, did a long interview not too long ago with the, um, uh, the CIA's take on Havana Syndrome. And it was a 60-minute special. And um, um, for those that don't know, William Burns is a member of the Council on Foreign Relations, as is Dick Cheney, and a number of key people that work with the targeted pro- the targeted individual program on a regular basis. So uh, Burns is intimately familiar with it. Uh, he, he's not being truthful, uh, and neither is Dick Cheney. And they, they both get their marching orders from the Council on Foreign Relations. So we, we know we know where the CIA gets its orders from, and it's not the president. Uh, let's let's talk about uh, cell towers and, and beam forming a little bit. Well, I'll share with you you know what I saw yesterday. I happened to be driving north of Sydney to a suburb called Brookvale, where I went to a shop to to look for something for my home, and I was overwhelmed. I haven't driven up to that part of Sydney in in many years, in fact, and. Every time I came around a corner, I could see these high-rise cell towers beaming out, and it was not, they were not only ugly, but to the point of what we are going through, it, it made me once again recognize the damage that we are doing to ourselves and future generations from these towers. Can you provide me with any information about uh, your, your understanding of these, Richard? 
Sure, Craig, that's a great question. Um, we've, we've got a, a number of things we're doing at Targeted Justice in terms of research, trying to better understand how these cell towers are being used and weaponized. Um, we, we've got a, a program or a project, I guess, that we're asking all of our members to participate in. Um, here in the United States, uh, there's a website called antennasearch.com, and you could go into this website and type in uh, your address or just the zip code, and it will pull up all of the licensed permits that went through the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission, and, and, and allowed them to either erect a cell tower or place uh, a weaponized panel array on top of the building. Um, most folks are looking for these for these towers, but it turns out that many of these uh, weaponized panel arrays are on top of buildings. So we urge you to you know be aware of that and, and look for them. Um, what we're also finding recently is many of them are unlicensed when there's, you know, the, the law is very clear that these large towers are supposed to be licensed. Um, I, I came across one just last week where we drove up and uh, there's a nice little sign right on the front that says um, there's no permit required, no FCC permit is required for this cell tower. And I went, <laughs> there's no, this thing was enormous, uh, clearly over 100 feet tall. And it had multiple levels in it, and I was like, I know there is no way that this that, that, that this cell tower and uh, what it's doing is exempt from permitting. So one of the, that's one of the things we're trying to look into is how are and these this, this, this is this is in a very this is in one of the suburbs near where you live. This yes, this is in a, this was in a suburb uh, outside of Houston, and. Um, of course, we, we've got these towers, and they're usually fenced off um, uh, all around town. And um, uh, so it's one of the things we're looking into. We're trying to understand how are they getting around some of the licensing requirements, the permitting requirements. What are they, what are they doing in telling the FCC, and what are they not telling? And so this is, this is actually a fairly large effort. We've got to, we've got to look for the patterns. We've got to study the cell towers that are in our area, and, and we can certainly pick out the ones that are weaponized. Uh, the cell towers that are weaponized are, are the ones that involve, generally, more panel antennas. And so uh, we've got a diagram, in fact, on our homepage that's um, it's listed as figure M-1, and it, it shows how the microwave beam is formed uh, by using four, four panel antennas, typically using four panel antennas. And uh, the Ericsson Corporation uh, uh, filed for this patent back in 2016. Well, it turns out they've got a long history of filing beam forming type patents going back uh, 10, 15 years prior to that. And in, the, in the, the latest patent that they filed for references those prior patents. So uh, it's not simply this networking that they're now doing between cell towers to form a, a beam, they're, uh, they're also referencing the prior patents on the beam forming that go back many years. So uh, for those that are interested in the technology, we encourage you to read it. Uh, there's, there's a little bit of mathematics involved um, um, to describe how the technology works uh, um, if, if you want to wade through that. But uh, the, we clearly know which patents were filed. We know which ones they're using. We've tracked down more than a dozen manufacturers that are making these uh, integrated circuits that are literally beamforming chips.
and these are used in these cell towers to control the panel antennas and get them to form these nice little perfect microwave beams, just like a laser beam. And um, um, this is readily available. It's, it's amazing that uh, all of this classified type activity is happening using patents that are readily available to the public and has been hidden for many years. Um, Targeted Justice was uh, certainly one of the first organizations to expose the patents and the technology that's involved. And we try to share that openly on our website and in our discussions and in our newsletter as well. Um, right next to that diagram uh, is called Figure PA. And we had put this out um, probably back in 2021 when we first started talking about the panel antennas and how they are used as a weapon. Um, there was, uh, at the time, I remember an interview that was done with uh, an insider that I believe worked for MI5 or MI6 over in the UK. And he was describing his uh, briefing in, in a classified meeting where he said, um, cell towers are basically a globally distributed weapon system. Yeah. And they have yeah. access to, to all of those towers and they can be used as a weapon system. I, I think, Richard, you're talking about the physicist, Dr. Barry Trower, perhaps. Yeah, yes, he, he has certainly yeah. been very vocal, and we very much appreciate his um, um, his expertise and his courage in, in coming forward. Yeah, we, we're working with him uh, with the law case that we have in, in Brussels. An amazing, amazing man, another wonderful whistleblower uh, who created this technology in the United Kingdom uh, and is now speaking out about it publicly and he's been so helpful for us in our ongoing case the case we're trying to build in in Belgium and he was as you said with he was with MI5 and he, he stated in an interview that we had with him that in two generations time one out of eight children will be born healthy the rest will be born with some form of handicap including cancer which is so so dramatic when you think about it. We won't be around. We won't be around. And these children today, as we see them walking around the streets with their phones and not having the skills that we have to communicate, they're on their phones all the time. And yeah. we're just losing, we're losing that essence. Communication has changed so dramatically over the years. I remember I read something about what Russia was doing uh, with some of the employees in 1976, I, I believe it was in Moscow, and they used uh, microwaves on their on their employees in uh, in the console in in Moscow, and a lot ended up with cancer. And now we have the Havana syndrome, which is not dip any different as, as Dr. Len Bear is going through. And thank God for, for Len and the work that he does. Uh, the work that Len is going through with the Havana syndrome. But what is pride in one's country these days when the scientists and the government are using technology on innocent people. Yes. It's, it's, it's outrageous. I, I agree, it is outrageous. And uh, uh, Targeted Justice and ICATOR and, and a number of other groups are working very hard to expose this and, and shut it down. Mm -hmm. so. you, mentioned, you mentioned a website, uh, Richard. Can you, uh, could you give me the details on that for our, for our listeners, please? There was a website um, that you mentioned talking about um, the cell towers. Yes, and antennasearch.com is, is uh, the one that we use, and there are other ones as well. 
that uh, attempts to uh, get data from the FCC, uh, particularly about licensed cell tower sites, and many of them are, are uh, uh, related to uh, TV, TV transmitters and things like that, radio transmitters that are used on a railroad track. You'll see those listed on there. That, that, that's not what we're concerned about. What we're concerned about is the, the, the panel arrays that are used as a weaponized system. And those are generally the, the, the all rectangular panels that you'll see lined up. We've got pictures of, uh, of a number of them on, on our uh, homepage. And um, uh, the way the technology works is um, if you use just a single panel antenna and, and you, you can't really do any beam forming with it, it's not set up to do that. But if you, if you combine two panel antennas, you start to get more definition and directionality with what, um, so with two antennas, you can create a single, you can't call it a beam. It's just really sort of a directionality starts to take shape. Then when you add a third panel antenna, it becomes more directional, but it's also what, what I would call sloppy. You can see that uh, lobes are forming uh, that are basically wasted energy because it's not being directed in, in the direction that you want. Um, but by the time you add that fourth panel antenna, you get very clear, sharp laser beam type focus. There's very little waste in what we call side lobes. Um, so it becomes a very effective beam forming panel array. And um, we don't know if, the, if this was experimentally found or if it was mathematically determined, um, but either way, they've been using it for many years. And um, um, the, the cell tower companies, the, the operators such as Verizon and, and T-Mobile and AT&T will tell you that they need beam forming because there's some guy that's five miles away from the nearest tower and it's raining and disrupting the signal. and so they're going to create a little microwave beam to make sure that he gets a good cell phone call. And we're going, yeah, that, that's 99% of the time, that's not the problem. The problem is it's being used for beam forming, for tracking and attacking. And that, that's the whole purpose. And so one of the, one of the um, uh, we've got a, a comprehensive, well, I should say some guidelines that we're suggesting from Target Justice. One, we want to see the, the, Four panels reduced. We'll never see more than three panels, so you don't get that nice clean beam that can be used on somebody. We want to see all cell towers post reduce down to non-weaponized. Okay, uh, we want to see these beam-forming circuits removed from all cell towers, and we want to see the third thing we want to see is these 60 gigahertz uh, that are called um, frequency multipliers. They're about a shoebox-sized device. It's used to amplify and uh, create a harmonic for an incoming circuit. For example, a 30 gigahertz uh, signal can be uh, harmonically amplified uh, to a 60 gigahertz signal. And what we found in the research shows that when your chest is attacked with a 60 gigahertz signal, the oxygen atoms are vibrated in such a way that your lungs cannot absorb them and you suffocate to death. Yeah, and yeah. We've, we've, we've shown very clearly, and, and we've seen, I should say, we've seen a number of doctors and nurses that saw this very early in the COVID uh, pandemic, that people were dying, particularly in the ventilators. And the doctor said, these, these people are not dying, they're suffocating. It's they, they sit there and breathe, and yet they're not getting any oxygen. What's wrong? 
They're suffocating because the molecules in their lungs are not being allowed to be absorbed, and it's it's this unique frequency that does that to to yeah. oxygen. Yeah, it's it's all about these frequencies, unfortunately, and it's a, where we see the burns on so many people uh, because it literally boils the the oxygen. I'm sorry, the the liquid inside the cells on the outer layer of the skin, and we all, we've all seen these pictures. I have them uh, as well constantly. I've got uh, scars on my body from these from these marks and they even tell me uh, where they're going to burn me and the burn continues to happen uh, it, it's, really it's really fascinating and you're, you're brilliant in, in bringing this information to us in this part of the world uh, which, which will be shared as we talked about earlier on with so many people in our, in our area uh, Richard I, I, I'm also familiar with the fact that the the vets who came back from some of the wars, um, there seems to be, I can remember living in Los Angeles and every second commercial on TV was about, if you suffer from this or you suffer from this, please take this pill and talk, talk to your doctor about this. And I'm, I'm, I'm stunned and appalled that what happened with the vets coming back and some of them, many of them did not see uh, battle, did not go into any um, armed battle, but they came back with such anxiety and depression and the doctors the medical doctors would provide them with um, psychotropic drugs including Zoloft, Seroquel, Xanax, Ciprina, uh, Paxil, Prozac it, it, the list went on and on and on and now we have so many of the vets who are trying to take care of the United States to to take care of the enemies who are outside the United States but you've got this civil war happening in the United States where the government and the, the CIA and the FBI, whoever is behind this, are not protecting the people, and they're not protecting the vets who are trying to protect the people. Yeah, it's it's uh, a, a, an unfortunate circumstance, Craig. I I, I echo that statement as well. Um, I think we are we're we're seeing a number of things happening, both culturally and politically. Um, uh, and Australia and the United States share. Uh, many aspects of those politics and geopolitics in common, not just because they're connected through five eyes, but because we have a common heritage and history and, and our political system and our judicial systems are set up somewhat similar. And so we're seeing both of those uh, things being rolled out at an accelerated pace. Um, there's countries all over the world uh, um, that, that, that are not experiencing um, this um, sort of uh, political gamesmanship and uh, masterminding. So I think that um, um, it, it behooves us to pay attention to these um, uh, uh, the political gamesmanship that, that we're seeing, um, uh, particularly from the deep state. There, there are certainly political parties that are very aligned with the deep state political parties in the United States. And so we see some of the same language issues and censorship happening simultaneously. I'm not sure that uh, answers your question, but I, I, I see those common elements between our two countries. Yeah, yeah. We've just got this new arrangement with the submarines, nuclear submarines being purchased, and uh, I, I'm... When I heard this news, I was angry because the relationship we used to have with the United States and New Zealand Particularly during World War One, we we had the pact of and um, 
Australian New Zealand Army Corps, um, which was both New Zealand and Australia were involved in protecting uh, under the doctrine of the United Kingdom. And there's a separate argument as to whether we want to be a republic or not, still governed by the United Kingdom. But we used to we used to have um, a great relationship with the United States with the ANZUS Treaty between Australia, New Zealand, and the US. And I I find it such a, a juxtaposition of where we are now that each country has this problem going on with B2K technology and direct energy weapons, and and we still have governments who can't come together to recognise that this is happening on our own citizens and that there are certain factions who are involved in doing this to people. And uh, I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know. We have, a lot of, we have a lot of people in Australia who are fed up of being governed, as I said, by the United Kingdom and want a republic. We were once a very independent country. We are very independent in our love and, uh, of, of Australia, very passionate about our country. We're finding now, and particularly because of my involvement with this, I'm, I'm just frustrated with the United States, which was once we held as, as Australians, we thought this is the, the most wonderful country. Once we travelled to Europe and saw our ancestors in the United Kingdom, the big, the big dream was to go to the United States. But having lived there for 28 years, I've come back uh, very tarnished by the whole experience and what is going on now with civil rights and human rights in the United States. So uh, I just wanted to make that point in terms of what I'm, I'm feeling and what a lot of people in Australia are feeling with our relationship with, with the United States. Yeah, that, that was, that was going to be my next question is how, how, what is the, the general perception of, of the public there? Do they, do they feel like the United States is, is, is misguided and leading a misguided effort or do, do Australians believe that uh, they're on their own ship and can guide it the way that they want. Yeah, I think a lot of the older people uh, would still like to be to have the the United Kingdom, that the the monarch system, um, still 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 there. Unfortunately, I, I don't see the return on the investment in the in the monarchy. I, I don't. Uh, I don't understand it. I don't respect it. I. I see so many people struggling around the world. We have. I've done a lot of work with children. Foster. I've done foster work on weekends with children and volunteered in hospitals. And I see twenty-one thousand children dying unnecessarily every single day for a lack of food or just basic water. I've just been up the west coast of of Africa and yeah. on a ship from from Cape Town up to Barcelona and. When you see what they're struggling with, it's, it's outrageous. Absolutely, the money we spend via NATO to go to these planets and stars and, and the moon, it's its incredible. The billions of dollars that's wasted while we're not looking after each other on Earth. Why are we going to colonize other places around around the world? And, that, and I think that's the belief of most Australians. We're struggling at the moment. We've got an, an economic disaster down here where people can't afford, afford homes. Uh, everybody's got to look after their pennies at the moment. So I think in answer to your question, Australians are very wary of, they, they look at the history and they're wary of what's happened from the United States and from the United Kingdom and where they are at present. And with the new technology happening, we're going to have a very big problem in the future if we don't have children who are taught subjects which are relevant to, to their single, uh, how do I say, their single purpose in life their ability to 
develop their own brains. They don't want to be computerized by chips in, in their brain that they literally can sit back and say, I, I don't need to research this myself. I, I, I can rely on a computer. Uh, that's, I, I believe that most Australians now are getting fed up with, with the relationship that we have with the United States. Uh, and, and we look at it and it, it's, a, it's, it's outrageous what's happening with, with human rights and the civil war, which, which has not finished, I, I believe, between the black and white and the Mexican population, what a certain president did with, with the Mexicans uh, is absolutely a conflict in, in my mind, I think a lot of people's minds. How would you, how would you describe the relationship between, uh, for example, do, are you, do you know any targeted individuals in New Zealand or Malaysia or the Philippines? Do, is, there, is, is there much communication there right now? I, I have one gentleman in New Zealand uh, who I'm in contact with, and he's, he really is uh, marketing what's going on with being a targeted individual. Uh, there's a lady I know in Thailand who is also going through a very, uh, very strong-willed woman, and uh, her family has been targeted very heavily. But slowly and slowly, it's, it's, it's happening. Slowly we're hearing about people who are being targeted through this. The 10 people that I know in Australia are heavily, heavily targeted, heavily targeted. And uh, there are certain factions, certain groups of people who are being used. I happen to be a gay man, and I know that the LGBTQI plus uh, group of people uh, have been used because we are single people. I know that 60% of the targets around the world are, are single ladies, and 40% are men. I have two... Uh, friends who are trans ladies who have been targeted. So it seems to be very, it seems to be very well thought of as to who they're going to use in this technology. What, what, do you know off the top of your head the percentage uh, of of the ten, or do they all have V two K? Yes, of of the ten, I would say seven have seven have V two K. That, that's that's very that's that's very similar to the statistics we did back in 2018. We found it, it, the, the the number was so precise it was it was almost alarming. I, yeah. I believe it came out 66.2 percent of our membership at that time, and that was out of 700 and uh, something uh, members that had filled out our survey. 66.2 percent had the V2K, and. Um, um, that that is so close to being a perfect two thirds. It's that that's that's done by design. That wasn't an accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting though. It, is there is there a connection between the ten or, or do you have an informal group or are you communicating together? Uh, I am communicating. We have three, four of us are communicating. One of the ladies came was uh, actually a nurse in the Silicon Valley. She's an Australian lady, worked in the Silicon Valley, and she had people coming into to the hospital who were saying, I'm hearing voices and I'm getting burns, and they were passed off as being delusional, which is a typical situation, we know. And uh, she said to herself, my God, you know, these people are really sick. And she came back to Australia, and she is now targeted and speaks vocal, and she's just very open about it. And she came along to the discussion we had with, 
with Dr. Robert Duncan in, in January this year. And so I've, I've got uh, I've got five people that I could talk to about this one gentleman recently, three weeks ago, who'd been following me around while I was overseas and uh, wanted to talk to me. A brilliant, brilliant man, a speaker in, in many fields, and he is targeted in MSB2K. So I, I feel blessed that I've been able to provide him with the information that he now recognises this is not, he's not a delusional man, he's not a crazy man, he's an articulate man, he works very well, he uh, gives back, he, he's a great member of society. Well, I, 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 we certainly want to see better collaboration, we want to see, uh, many of these folks are certainly underrepresented and don't have a voice in the TI community. It's difficult for us to reach them. We've, we, we know we've got information out there on social media, and yet uh, uh, the visitation we get on our website and the IP addresses that, that give away you know, where somebody is coming from generally uh, leads us to believe that 85% uh, of our traffic is from the United States. And that, that doesn't make sense because we, we certainly know that countries uh, like Brazil and India and China have larger populations and statistically should make up a much larger percent of our, our readers and viewers. And so uh, we're trying to understand, is access being blocked? Are these people uh, unaware that these groups exist? Are they doing something um, to control or, or suppress the dissemination of that information? I, I find my, my phone is hacked all the time. My computer is hacked all the time. I can be walking down the street and I'm told uh, directly into my, into my head, got a message coming through and your phone is going to uh, wobble in the, in the next few seconds and sure enough that's what happens so it's even in the media Facebook you know I, I go into some of the posts that I, and I'm very open about everything because I've, I've got nothing to lose here I'm only trying to protect not only myself and so many of the TIs now but future generations we, we need to do that so I, I go into Facebook and it's funny because I some of the posts that people put up I, I I make a comment and I go back a few hours later and the comments been taken out even though it's a uh, it's a very understanding comment about what that person is going through or I go in and I've already seen some of the posts there and there's a, a like or a heart there so all of that is monitored and I'm told that by by the perpetrators of this crime so uh, yeah there's, there's the democracy has pretty well gone in, in that regard there's nothing that I do which is not, which is not uh, available to these people. I, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, Craig. I know that's got to be challenging. Um, um, well, we're, we're all going. Yeah, we're all going through it. Uh, it just makes me stronger in my, my, my love of a higher power. I'm a very spiritual person. I believe I would. I'm here for a certain reason. I did not expect to go through this, and I. I'm passionate about the work that I do in trying to stop this for future generations, and I'm just passionate about my 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 soul. And these are souls people who are doing this to us, who sit around all day and comment about the way we look or the way that person looks. It's 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 mind blowing. It's, I don't want to use the word mind blowing. It's it's a game they play. They tell me it's a game. What kind of person has the ability? to connect through satellite, who allows that to happen using a military satellite or some other satellite? As I mentioned, I, I was, I've been to Antarctica, I've been to 
the North North Cape, and when we don't have Wi-Fi on board the ship, I am I am tortured with this. I I hear very clear voices, and I have um, you know, very clear burns on my body from the from the transmissions. So the more I speak out, unfortunately, to try and even help the perpetrators and their children and grandchildren in the future, the more I seem to be tortured. But I will continue to speak out about this, as we all are. I, I sympathize with you, Craig. I know that's difficult. And uh, bravo for your courage and uh, your fortitude uh, to get the message out, because there's clearly many TIs that have succumbed to um, uh, the program, and they don't. Uh, they don't take advantages uh, of their uh, free speech. They don't take advantage of their opportunities to uh, contact legislators. Uh, and, uh, we, you know, there's, there's so many yeah, things that every yeah, TI can do. Yeah. We're very limited here. The, the number of cases I've heard of people speaking out uh, to their doctors, obviously we, we learn and I've learned through the process you don't talk to a doctor about it because they either know what's going on and most of them do know what's going on and they don't want to get involved and they some of them may think that they're going to become the next victim if they do that however i've spoken to i met a neurologist um, on board neurosurgeon rather on board um one of the ships i was on recently and i've traveled with him on another cruise and and he said to me uh, I've, I've expressed this whole um, situation to him and he'd done, he had done the research on it also. And he came back to me, he said, you know what, Craig, it's interesting this, I, I really respect the fact that you're going through this and I understand this technology. And I said, so what happens if somebody comes in who, who is saying that they're hearing voices or they're getting burnt through the body? Do you go then as part of the exercise when you're looking at x-rays or going through an MRI do you look for something other than a tumor? And he said, no, but what we do see in those, um, in those x-rays, um, what we call LFOs, light foreign objects, and we won't go into the brain to find out what those are. Typically, they are very small, granular formed size um, implants or chips, which attach themselves to the skull and uh, calcification happens, grows over these. So he said, we, see, we actually see them and it was amazing, I, I, his wife was with him, and I said, so we have doctors, ENT specialists, he knows the throat specialists, and we have surgeons who are looking at this and saying, okay, I could be, if approached by the right person, could they perhaps be paid under the table? And he said, look, I know surgeons who would do that. And, and his wife, lovely lady, she jumped in and just said, oh, look, I could give you names of surgeons who would do that under the table. And I thought, what hope is there? What hope is there? So I might be, I might be one of those, one of those children of, of the early uh, MK Ultra program in 1953. And I had, when I was younger, I had operations where I went under general anaesthetic. So I could be one of those children who was one of the, the guinea pigs, uh, the early stages of implants. So I'm still not, um, I'm not dismissing the fact that people can be scanned in their brain but i feel with the with what i experience in my brain uh that uh for it to bounce off the ionosphere when i'm up in the north cape without some receptor in my brain i think i would be absolutely blown apart if i didn't have some receptor which was monitored very very carefully so one day we will we will find out yeah yeah well 
Well, um, um, I wanted to touch just briefly on um, the, the, the program in the United States, and we don't, we, we can't be absolutely certain that it's run similarly in other countries, but we do have a diagram on our home page that's, uh, we just call it the targeted individual diagram, and it's, um, um, and there's a flow chart that goes with it that shows uh, the various government agencies and how they, they technically get their funding from the CIA. And you, you may have seen this diagram on, on our homepage. It's excellent. I have. And so we, we, tr we try to show the relationship between the Council on Foreign Relations and the CIA and um, the various uh, directorates, um, the Department of Justice, uh, where the FBI reports, uh, the Defense Intelligence Agency. So these funds and uh, all those classified orders are dispersed through 17 different intelligence agencies. Um, and DARPA does research on implants and the U.S. Space Force. Previously, the Air Force Space Command is the one that, that is funded to um, mature and develop these uh, microwave beam weapons uh, from space and to utilize and exploit um, the capabilities of these um, panel antennas uh, in cell towers. So um, we, um, we recently, in our newsletter, identified the names for these uh, people that work at the FBI and the DHS in diffusion centers. They're called targeting officers. And um, these targeting officers are the ones who select innocent civilians and place them on the terror screening database. And we've provided, um, through our through the lawsuit led by Anna Toledo, um, we've tried to detail how these categories, category three and four, are the non-investigative subjects. Um, these are the people that are uh, nominated by these targeting officers. Um, and these guys have full-time jobs. It's, they show up to work every day and look for any excuse. Maybe I'm overplaying it, but they look for people to say, oh, here's, here's a potential whistleblower, a political activist, a scientist that won't go along with uh, climate change. And we're just going to place it. We're going to recommend it for placement on this list. And 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 this list is is the vetting. The, the vetting is non-existent. Ninety-nine percent of the nominations are accepted. Yeah. So there, there's there's yeah. very little vetting. Very little uh, check to see if this person could actually be called a terrorist. It's it's simply a corrupt a corrupt system um, of, of a secret blacklist. And, and I yeah. think. Our attorney, Anna Toledo, has made an outstanding summary in a number of videos uh, trying to drive that point home. She has. She's, she's been brilliant. I, as you were speaking, I, I have in front of me here on, on my wall, I used to do some volunteer work for Amnesty International, and to your point, I have a picture of this child from Africa. I don't know whether you can see it. And it says yeah. different, different shouldn't mean death. And I... I agree. I agree with you. Um, who determines? Who determines that we are any? That we should be anyone who is different in in whatever grade your sexuality, your color, uh, what you eat at night time, what what groups you hang out with, what religion you are. Who can really determine what is the correct society? And it it's again it's it's just out, it's outrageous. The souls people who who use us, what's happening in the United States with the Second Amendment, 
where you now have children going in and shooting children in schools, you don't have any protection for them. And, and the Second Amendment was written for the militia to protect the United States people. It was not written for people to go and have um, high-powered machine guns. What, what's happening in the United States now, and this, to your point with this graph that you show with the different departments, I, I, it doesn't surprise me that we have the, the, the vet, a vet who is being used as part of this technology going in and shooting shooting up a military base and, and killing people if he's hearing voices or she's hearing voices. And we hear this all too often in the United States. We don't have that problem now. We might have certain gangs in Australia for, for territory, but we have, a, we have a, a situation where you don't, you cannot have a gun in, in Australia. But you look at the United States and what people are doing over the last hundred years with communication and the understanding of what the Second Amendment states about guns. Why is that developed? Why are we at that point? Why, why don't people open up and talk about this more? It, it's it's stunning. It's stunning to me. Being brought up in Australia, having lived in the United States, and and, and now sitting on the outside looking at what's going on in the United States. It doesn't surprise me that you, you're going to have some people who are affected by a microwave who are so exhausted from it going in and doing this to, to bases. I, I don't have a I don't have a bone in my body where I can consider ever doing that. I'm I just I'm trying to protect future generations and the TIs who are suffering now. But I understand why this is happening in the United States. It's it's a it's a very um, a very difficult subject um, here in the United States. The the um, there's a lot of deliberate manipulation of issues and agendas. Excuse me, they're <clears throat> they're giving me a little difficulty with my throat. But <clears throat> um, the Second Amendment issues are are highly charged, and um, that's been that's been going on for many years, but. Um, I, I don't know that we have an easy solution to that, Greg. Yeah. Richard, thank you so much for being with us today and bringing your wonderful intellect into our discussion. It's overwhelming. We have this situation around the around the world, and we will just keep fighting as best we can. Do you have any closing comments you'd like to make, Richard? Yes, yes, I do. Thanks, Craig. I, I wanted to uh, mention that uh, Targeted Justice has, uh, we are planning, uh, still in the planning stages, uh, a rally in New Orleans. Uh, we have a registration for that, and we encourage folks from all over the United States and certainly outside of the United States to register at uh, tievents.org. There's a registration page can sign up and and uh, we're going to try to coordinate through there we're going to uh, release information on uh, where we're going to meet and uh, we're going to try to coordinate um, at least some of the meals and 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 coordinate a rally that everybody can get involved with and we certainly want to see folks uh, uh, from outside of the United States that's the first thing I want to mention I want to mention TI day coming up um, so here in Houston we're planning on doing um, um, some flyers and handouts in the big park. There's a big park here called Memorial Park, 
and lots and lots of uh, joggers and walkers on, on Saturdays. And, and, and again, we're doing a, a special presentation that uh, was put together by a number of our, our team members. For Tuesday night, we're going to broadcast that. Um, um, and it's going to be kind of a fun show. And we're going to, we're, people are going to get to meet some of the volunteers and some of the people that work behind the scenes. And, and I think that's going to be very enjoyable for everybody on TI Day on the following Tuesday. So uh, we want everybody to stay tuned and watch for that. Thanks, Richard. Thanks very much. Finally, I'd like to thank everybody for listening in today. As I mentioned, I am a board member of Ecotour based in Brussels, Belgium. The website that we have is www.icator.be. And we will uh, talk about Ecotour's development and what we're trying to do uh, in future sessions. Finally, I just want to say a few words. We must stop anyone, any organization, using these weapons now and in the future. Again, it's a, it's a precious privilege to be here on Earth, and future generations will suffer deliberately and disastrously if we are not told by a whistleblower the way that victims have been inserted with uh, chips, uh, implants, or how the scanning continues to be operated and how we can get rid of them. And who is associated with using these technologies on so many innocent people? We must do that now and for our children's children in the future. Thank you for being here today. And uh, we would look forward to sharing our experiences with you in the future. Thank you, Craig. Thanks, Richard.